Before we get into this episode, I want to give you a little pre-roll love and tell you about some epic things. Don't worry, this is not some weird ad or anything like that. I'm just trying to share things with you because I really can't during these interviews. But anyways, guys, um, <clears throat> the podcast is crushing right now, and the thing that would help take it to the next level is your help. If you could please leave a rating and a, and a comment on the iTunes uh, podcast page, that would mean the world. You can actually do it from your phone. So, I mean, hey, that'd be dope. Just while you're sitting there in traffic, just be like, yo, Bruce Allen is the best, and that's the angle, has the best interviews and content I've ever seen. You know, something cool, like, I don't know, but it would mean a lot. But anyways, um, this podcast is going to be, it's it's so good. I'm so glad to have him here because a lot of photographers, and I've spoken about this before, a lot of photographers go to meetups um, to take pictures, to uh, meet people, to kind of network, you know, these sorts of things. And Carl organizes the biggest meetup in D.C. and perhaps uh, in, in the entire country of America. Uh, it's so epic. And just hearing his story about why he's doing it and how it got started is is really inspiring. Um, and I just hope you guys can take away something awesome from this podcast. Anyways, guys, enjoy the Carl interview. Peace. Welcome back to That's the Angle. And today I am here with um, Carl, but he's not just Carl. Carl's doing really epic things. So epic that he can make a group of 15 people wait out in the rain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By mistake. By mistake. That was a crazy morning, man. It was. Um, So here's the thing. Uh, I woke up. And I needed to get there. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about this earlier before we came on. But Liv was not my friend this morning. Uh, Liv has been my friend. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Liv has been my friend, uh, but it was not my friend. And I'm in the lift, and I'm getting messages from people that are already there. The great thing about our community, Walk With Locals, is people show up so early, Mm -hmm. which I love. Um, But in this instance, it kind of backfired, unfortunately. Just because it was raining, and I'm not there to stand in the rain with them. Uh, and so luckily somebody had messaged and said, Hey, there's only a small group of us here. What should we do? Uh, and so kind of going back and forth, uh, we called an audible. Um, and luckily I love that name for the audible. Yeah. Uh, Omaha, Omaha, um, or hot route, hot route. If any wedding crusher fans are out there. Um, <laughs> but, um, so we called a hot route and just met at national gallery of art. It didn't open till 11. And so, um, a, it's awesome that people then diverted mm-hmm. and went to National, National Gallery of Art, but super cool that they were willing to wait outside Dude, until it, was, it opened at 11. It, it was crazy. I got there a little early because I was like, all right, I got to be there. I got to <laughs> see this whole thing from the get. From the Because I've been to a couple of the yeah. wall of local events, but I was like, all right, it's raining. Like I had my doubts. I'm like, yeah. is anyone actually going to come to this thing? Like how, what, how strong is this thing? So I literally waited in my car. It was it was uh, like one o'clock and all of a sudden just people came out of the friggin' walls, yeah. like like just nowhere. And this is a part of D.C. that's very uh, government touristy. Yeah. So there's no one there on mm-hmm. Sundays and mornings. Nope. And just people come out in their umbrellas. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like yeah. I, I could not believe how people came out. Yeah. So it's funny you say that I didn't, you know, the thing about like, I don't think anybody's going to come. That's me every walk, regardless of the weather. It could be the most beautiful day. And really? I go into every walk telling myself that nobody's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't do that as like a negative thing towards our community, but I do that to sort of keep my expectations down. And I was telling a story earlier today, and I'm going to butcher this, but I think it was yeah, yeah. somebody, it's a secondhand story of, a, of something they heard uh, or read in an interview from... Uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay, which okay. is like the rarest of sources to go to. But it, essentially he had this story about how they as a band decided when their arc 
starts to change and they start having smaller shows because they went from smaller shows to larger crowds and they oh, saw wow. these they're even aware of that too they, these yeah. massive arenas and the fact that they they knew like they would go up and then there's a certain point they're going to go down right naturally and so from the very beginning they had this mindset of we can either say only 15 people showed up for our show or wow 15 people showed up for our show mm. and i was fortunate enough to hear that story very 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 early on in building walk with locals and i think that that has kept me at such a level playing field of regardless of if there's 150 people or there's only 20 people or 10. I did a walk kind of off the cuff randomly when I was in uh, Vienna, Austria last year, and one person showed up. I mean, we don't have a reach in Vienna, so there's no reason to it, think it, that. Honestly, it's badass to even admit that. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I genuinely think that it's super cool that we can, that we can set a date and a time that, is not significant for any mm -hmm. reason except for um, the days on occasions when we're celebrating anniversaries or this or that. But the fact that we can get people to, to then commit to doing something that we invite them to, uh, it's tough because then we sometimes work with partners and they're like, oh, we'd love to see the same tile, same size of group. And I'm like, Ooh. I can't promise you that that's going to be there. We don't collect emails. We don't trigger people with emails um, once a week or leading up. It's just me behind the handle, you know, Hey, invite, there's, invite. there's no like business marketing on no, the back end, like capitalizing on it. Is nope, there? It's just stories and, uh, excuse me. And so we just, uh, so purely Instagram driven. Yeah. Instagram and a little bit of Twitter. Excuse me. Yeah. Dude, you gotta do it's, it's crazy that it's, uh, I love the philosophy of zero expectation. Like that is something that I try to live by myself. You know, and it's funny that you bring a story up because, you know, as a creative and in field, it's, you, I'm sure you've gotten into, you meet some people that will try to promise you things. Oh, I'll link you with this. I'll link you with that. And yeah. the thing I've learned, like relating to that story is that I just have zero expectations from the person. Yeah. And, and it's not as much as, it's not as much as zero expectations from like the people that go to walk with Olga's and truly make it mm -hmm. what it is. It's, it's zero expectation in myself to think that, that every walk is going to be this massive thing. Right. And when you post a group photo, Outward looking in, people love to see that 150, 175 people looks killer. group photo, right? It looks amazing. It's like social. you missed something, yeah. But then if from one photo to the next, if there's a huge change, then there, there can be like a, oh, what's the difference? Oh, are it's they like, dying? Like what's like, going yeah, on they, here? Are they, is, is it starting to, again, is that arc starting to mm -hmm. go down? And I refuse to look at the difference in our photos and, and, and instead I sort of pay attention to the fact that we have a group photo every month you know like we use you can't lie in the photo like you're not no. you can't just start photoshopping heads <laughs> yeah. in the back like oh we uh got right next to it like, <laughs> mainly because i don't know how to use photoshop that well but if i did i might try to do well that you literally now. have a group photo of like 50 <laughs> photographers <laughs> at least in the in the shot Somebody so i'm sure someone could photoshop some heads paying in attention there. Um, <laughs> but no and I, and I think that the cool thing about it is we, so i i went back and i started applying this like uh this hashtag to all of our group photos as like this quick kind of reference to be able to mm. go look at it. And it's just hashtag WWLX group shot. And okay. I look at that all the time of just sort of like, wow, like this small group when we first started and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger over time. And, um, I posted that group photo from Vienna. You can go find it. You can see it of just one person. But I thought if we put something out there and we say, Hey, we're going to have a walk in Vienna. And then all of a sudden we don't post a group photo. 
that's to me that's trying to mask like what exactly is going well, on well also it's like it's like brand credibility then yeah. because just showing that you even did it and you showed up it just shows so much like consistency and heart and yeah. and like all those amazing attributes i could say but like it it you, you showed up for that day yeah and whether it happened or not it didn't but it's like no we're here we're doing yeah. it it, it and you know sometimes you take little l's yeah no and, and and you know the cool part is is uh is we we recognize that or i recognize that for the group photo when we post this thing it's again it looks awesome on social when there's a ton of people there but if we're not as excited we have to be as excited for every single walk mm-hmm. as as much as we are for the large ones as sort of the the smaller ones, if you would say. And the reason yeah. I, I say that is at the beginning of every walk, which you've seen, we separate the group between first time people and people who have, that, been, you know, that was a time. really interesting dynamic that when, when you have the, you know, I think we should probably preface this real quick. Yeah. Maybe before we talk about this, sure. uh, just preface what walk with locals is, is I don't know if I should say it. Maybe you should just kind of, I, I feel like you said it a thousand times. So yeah. do you want me to say it? Or do you want to say it? Go ahead. Let's, let's, let's see right. if I'm doing a good enough job. Fill, fill in the gaps here. All right. So walk with locals essentially is a community meetup. Uh, as far as I know in DC and as far as I know, it's the biggest community meetup uh, in DC and perhaps I've seen on the East Coast, I could say maybe even in the United States, because, I mean, I, I've never seen a bigger crowd or a bigger group shot or a team up of individuals. Um, but it's not just a photography meetup. It is. Essentially, at its core, there are a lot of photographers that go there. But it it's it's a gathering of people who are just trying to have a good time, experience something new, meet some new people, maybe make some new connections. And Great job. Dude, do you need a job? <laughs> Actually, I'll move to DC soon. I might need some some passive, some part time income, not passive because that doesn't exist, but part time yeah. income. But um, that's just what I've gathered from it. My favorite thing about your explanation is the fact that you avoided calling it an insta meet because mm. at, at every single turn, I've avoided using the term uh, insta insta meets, insta communities. So it's like a negative connotation or something. It's it's not for the fact that it's it on a global scale what Instagram has done for for individuals, for groups, for communities, for cities, local mm-hmm. business, amazing. Well, I mean, we're predominantly on Instagram. I mean, pretty much. But the reason I shy away from calling us an instant community is I think the moment you put that into what your your explanation is, mm-hmm. you lose a large portion of people who I think if you put a room full of 10 people, more than likely 10 people are going to have Instagram right now. Facts. But not 10 people care about their Instagram, right? Mm. They use Instagram. They're not like power users. Right. They're, not, they're not using it in a strategic sense. They're not using it as a business. It's just take a photo, throw it up, maybe put an Instagram filter, maybe not, right? And I think that at the time when Walk With Locals started, there was nothing – there was photo communities. We weren't the first. Um, but for me, there was nothing that existed in that capacity – of being something that could be for just your random sort of user of Instagram, but more mm-hmm. so your very passionate person of wanting to explore their city, get out and meet people, find a community. And so I've shied away from using that term because I want people who just want to make new friends. They just moved to DC. They want to experience something. They want to see the city from a different perspective, or they want to use it as a place to maybe make friends or learn how to use their camera. They just bought a camera and they see that there's a group of photographers going. When you put, I think when you put Insta into your things. It's assumed it, that it's like visual. Yeah, it's visual driven. and you have to be 
you have to be there with the purpose of like creating content to go up on Instagram. That's versus so true. Just, um, and so you know, that's, that's a really interesting fact you bring that up because just, just walking about through the meet of today, um, I feel like I was like, I was like some like report, some like journalistic reporter, like gathering info, you know, and something that came up and, you know, I've been to a lot of these other meetups or Insta meets or, or photo walks or whatever. And some, someone said this point today and they were like, yeah, they're like, the thing I like with walk with locals is that it doesn't, it feels like there's no pressure. Like it feels like it's not just, you know, meet up and get to work. And, you know, I don't want to name any other, you know, meetups and trying to like talk shit or anything, but, but, you know, photo meetups are, you know, it ends up being this thing where it's. 30 photographers and like one model sure and it's just a pure like 30 shots of the same person complete content drive and it feels very like like going to work like sure. the guy said like let's go to work let's get the shot we got it this is sick that's yeah. epic oh this is the angle like do this pose <laughs> like oh it's epic shit you know but but like you're saying like your your idea was you're saying it was derived from not being that yeah, I, I simply just wanted to kind of, I wanted to see something exist that I could be a part of at the time. I couldn't make it to any other meet. Some of the meets that existed just weren't really up my alley. I'm not, if I'm going to, if I'm going to photograph with one person, I, I want to just photograph with them. I want to go meet them mm-hmm. and go hang out and kind of flow naturally. But I think if you go to Insta meets and what you see, if you've been to any in the past and this happens at Walk With Locals, we're Thanks. not immune to it, but I try to shy away from it and I try not to advocate for it. It's like one uh, one person will go stand in front of a wall or, or stand on a ledge or something and you're like, you know, you're crafting this photo and then all of a sudden like you turn around and there's like 15 other people. Oh my gosh. Photo, right? And, yeah, yeah. And I think that I understand that capacity works if you go, like we've been to Georgetown and we go to the cliff and like you can't be the only person that photographs shooting across the river, right? But yeah. when when you put some sort of like effort into creating and framing a shot. I think the last thing you want as an individual is to see other people benefit off of, off of your, even if it is just two or three minutes of, of crafting a frame, right? Then there's so big, it's so facts. Right. And so I, I shy away from trying to advocate for that. And, and at times I've even been, I've even been just up front as, as to say like, Hey, if you see somebody taking a photo or crafting a photo, mm-hmm. try not to get in their way, try not to kind of piggyback off what they're doing, let them kind of, you know, just create on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go from there or definitely like learn from them and ask them like, you know, Hey, how did you frame this shot? Or what were you seeing? What, you know, where should I look and use that as a stepping stone to then try to learn from that person who crafted that shot as opposed to being like versus paparazzi and just, and just in and, mm-hmm. and we've all seen the like, photo of like the trash can tipped over with trash coming out of it and just, you know, 15, 30 photographers standing next <laughs> to taking the photo. And it's like, what, you know, what are we doing? And so yeah. taking that kind of, taking that sort of pillar and saying, this is an instant meet community, I think really helps us and, and gives our community the understanding that we're not there just for your photos to go up on Instagram. When, mm-hmm. when we work with brands, it used to be really hard to convince them and to get them to understand, like we're bringing 130 people to your location but you may not see 130 photos because we don't. Because it's not a photo. It's not. It's yeah, not we photo don't make driven. People yeah. post their photos. We sometimes I don't, I don't even post photos from walks. Uh, I'll post a lot of stuff in my stories, but very rarely do things go from the walks to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the founder of it, I should sort of be setting the example. And that's the example. That, that is I'm true. Setting. Yeah, I've never seen you once. I've only been to three. Uh, yeah, three at this point. No, no. 
But yeah, three, four at this point, and yeah, yeah you never, you're never taking pictures. You're, you're, you're always just engaging people and, and yeah. introducing people and like just having great conversations with people. I think that I think that's my most important thing to do um, at, at at our walks is again. Uh, so when we separate the group of first time and and repeat people who have attended, and we ask them to kind of look across the aisle and see who is who, and shake the hands and say hello to somebody, we ask people not to introduce themselves by their social media handle. Do you ever feel like yeah. being like start them on no, <laughs> red <Break>. over, red <laughs> over? Yeah. Um, and the reason the reason we do that is two. Mm-hmm. One, I want people on the left side or the metaphorical left side to say you know, look, these people were, were you as well once, right? Like they took that step to kind of put themselves out there, go to something that they had never been to go with a friend, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. You're, you're not alone in your journey to like go out and start meeting. Yeah. People, Cause right? it's an awkward feeling like being, much so. being a, a stranger in a, in a group that can start to feel clicky or something yep. like, Oh, all these people clearly know each other. They've all been to 10 other meetups. Yep. I know no one like, Oh, I don't know if I belong here, but then 100%. I think that action alone is very powerful. And yep. I've never seen that in other street meet. It's cool. And the second reason why I do it is it gives me, it gives me an idea of like, okay, who, not that I don't need to say hello to the people to the right, but more than likely if I've done my, I've done my responsibility correctly. I've said hello to them at a previous point. I want to say hello to these people, these mm-hmm. nine people, seven people, however many people it may be. I want to make sure I say hello to them and, and get them to, un- to, to understand, not make them understand, but just kind of let them understand that we're here for, for this very reason, for people that are looking for something new. I, t- I talk about this all the time that <clears throat> Walk With Locals is, it works, I think, so well because people quickly understand that I just want this thing to be a starting line for people to understand that there's a whole world outside of the bubble that they live in. And so regardless of this, if they show up today Mm -hmm. and they, they sort of start their race with us and they make one friend, they never come back to walk with locals, but their journey as either photographer or the belief in themselves to kind of put themselves out there and learn their city. That's fine with me. I I could care less if they finish a race with us. I just want them to know that we're a starting line for them to go out and meet new people. Like what's also interesting is that for people who don't know out there, it's also about three years old. Yeah. We're, uh, March, uh, March 19th next year, we will turn three. And, uh, that's a long time for anyone to do anything, let alone organize groups of people and go on walks. Uh, but, it feels very altru- altru- altruistic. Yeah. Is are you religious? I'm just curious. I, I am, um, and and one of the things that we often talk about too is, you know, when, in the timeline that Walk with Locals has kind of been around, things have been really divisive, and we don't want to go off on a mega tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stick around for part two. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm but, just, I'm wondering where where it comes from because you talk about it in such a way that it's like so not connected to you. And I mean, I, I you did mention brand deals, which I'm sure why not if it comes yeah. with it, right? It doesn't hurt. Sure. I mean, it might not get a little bit for what you're doing, but was was it was Walk with Locals made with like? that in mind or is it just purely this i want to help people thing no it's 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 um it it it, it existed to again the 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 basis was i wanted something that i could be a part so of so it was just merely for like yourself it, myself in the sense that like i was like man so the first walk i where we weren't even walk with locals and i pitched this idea to a couple buddies and then a group to host a photo walk i just wanted to get out i was new to photography i wanted to get out and just my whole thing my before walk with locals, I still here in DC have a project called the fit district where we would do like fitness pop-ups all over the city. Um, and then 
you know, my whole thing is just like everyone should know everyone. I've, I've kind of lived by this mindset. And so the first one was just sort of like, hey, I want to like get people out with me. And people showed up that I didn't even know. So in my mind, I'm like, wow, how is this happening? You know, and, and it was through Instagram then too. through Instagram. Yep. And um, and so about a month or about two weeks after that, then we hosted a bigger one or no, excuse me. I hosted this one. And then uh, a month and a week later, five weeks later, hosted the first walk under the mind of walk with under the name of walk with locals. And it all stemmed from that one mini walk and then asking people to tag their photos with hashtag walk with locals, which I just kind of blurted out there. Um, and then later that night, that great, I great, realized great that, brand name too. Yeah, <laughs> I realized the tag wasn't had never been used. The handle was empty on Twitter and <sighs> and Jesus, um, Instagram. Lucky. So I literally just kind of hit this stride right at the very beginning. So it, it was that place of like. New to DC. Where'd you come from, by the way, for before you were DC? Oh man, uh, before DC, I I, w- I had a, a loft apartment in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, they um, say loft apartment sounds so nice. I say that because uh, you can very rarely find lofts here in DC, and That's I'm not going to say the the price of that loft apartment because I think it'll just make me sad, and anybody who's living here Dude, in DC will also get sad. It was probably like five or six hundred bucks. It was like stupid cheap, probably even less. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was dirt cheap. It, it, it was like the at price. At the time, I remember being like, why am I paying this much money? And now I'm like, man, I wish I could pay that much the money. The perspective is so crazy. Yeah. Huh? But the the just before we lose that topic, mm-hmm. one of the main things and yeah. one of the biggest reasons I talk about crowd size and group size is today there was about 11 or 12 people that were there for the first time. And if we lose interest because our group's not as large as the one before that, that day is so important to those 12 people who took the 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 risk to join us if we're not excited then then what's their motivation to come back mm. right if we're not as excited to see them as they are to come and they're taking a, a leap of faith to to join us then i th- we're doing a disservice right if, if the only thing that we're worried about is how that group photo looks to the outside of our community we're not paying attention to the people that are making our community what it is we've been around for almost three years and the fact that we've been able to sustain and sometimes go through periods of, of, of excellent growth in our, our gatherings. We used to do things like two, three times a month. Sometimes Whoa. there was a couple months where we did a, an event every week. That's, that's nowhere near sustainable now. I'm, I'm a married guy. I've got an amazing wife. Was that before that you were married this and everything? Before, this was very much before it, I was married. It seems like you were like trying to grow into something that, that maybe is what it is now. But at that time, maybe it was like two, three times a month. That means you're trying to build like a big brand or something. Yeah, I think, you know, when it started, um, I didn't quite know where it was going to go. And, mm. and I felt... I was just thinking about this the other day when, when we first started and I'm doing these things, that was completely driven by the fact that, you know, I'm getting messages two, three times a week, like, Oh, are you guys having something this weekend? And I'm like, no, but should we like, let's do it. Right. And it was, it was probably not the most responsible way to grow. It was probably not the, the best way, um, to kind of engage with the community. But at the end of the day, I think it helped us. And I think, um, it formed a really strong foundation for us. And now my goal is to, is to worry less about how many we have and focus more so on how good each one, uh, each month can be. And, and I was thinking about how prior to maybe this year, I used to feel like when I'd get stopped either 
if I'd see friends out in public and they'd be like, yo man, what's up with walk with locals or, or what's next? I felt like for the longest time I had to have an answer to that. Mm. And so in my mind, I'm like constantly thinking. Cause like, in, oh, in, in a weird next? way, it's you you do this thing so publicly that mm-hmm. if you just let it shit the bed, that, you know, it comes on you in a way. Yeah. It's just like, this is Carl's thing. Like yeah. if, 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 if someone's like, where's the next walk with locals? And it's like, Oh, it's has, it's been like three months. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, what's Carl like, been doing? Yeah. It's, it, 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 but at the same time, you know, everyone grows and evolves. Yeah. But you said something interesting today, which is like you want other people to do it. Yeah. That so, was kind of cool. Um, so January, we're going to take the month off. We've never taken a single month off since Whoa. we started. Um, we're going to take the month off for the holidays. And then February, March, and April, um, guest hosts. Mm-hmm. And I think this will be really important um, for for a multitude of reasons. But I think the coolest thing about it, it, is, it, is, it will give people a chance to kind of show the city from their perspective. Um, and this could, I think, lead to to people like month by month kind of working with me and planning walks with me. These ones, I'm going to let them plan. I, wa- I want them to plan. Whoa. I don't want it to You're be... You're not worried about your brand or anything like that? Like no, and, this- and, and I think that's the cool part too is that we're at a space where we're, we're, we're making no money, right? Like Walk With Locals, really? the joke is a nonprofit. We make no money from it. Could you though? You know, I, I think if I think if we could or if we did, I don't know I don't know where it would come from because we've I think an important thing for us is that we've remained free, right? Like our mm-hmm. monthly meetups are free. Could we transition to having like these one off ticketed events from time to time, possibly? But would that translate, right? Like would you still get a hundred people in the door if they if You're talking like you're it? talking like if it was like the walk with locals bar bar, bar crawl. Uh, I mean like if so we've had talks for we've had talks for people to host like um like panels or discussions and mm. it's hard to find space, um, get people to then sign on to do the talks, get people to do the audio and all that stuff and just completely say Oh, by the way, this is like this is free. It just right? seems so, like such a natural progression for someone who is able to gather people, make an organization, and create a brand. Yeah. It just seems like a natural sort of progression in a way. So I think I think there may be a space or a capacity for mm-hmm. things like that down the road. But for February, March, and April, I think the coolest part will just be like send us an email, figure out what you want to do, where you want to go, and and the thing the thing that I will I will have to. Um, do a good job of is is just letting that person feel um or or not letting them feel but make them very aware that this is this is for them right like this is their chance to do something show the city from their perspective and instead of being like okay you express interest in wanting to host a walk here's what you're gonna do right so instead of making it like here's what you're doing for us what, what are we doing with you? What can you bring to it that's right. going to make this more interesting or level it up? So we've got, uh, we've got the perspectives of doing a night walk um, at some point later in the year because the first couple months of the year will be obviously pretty cold. Yeah. Um, but we've got a lot of night photographers and early morning photographers, and um, those are things that I wouldn't necessarily reach for um, because that's, that's, a, that's something that I'm just not very good at. And so I think for me trying to then encourage people to come out and say – Join us at 11 o'clock at night to shoot under the stars. It's to be like, well, I can't actually help you when you come. So having people that do that, excuse me, um, and do that well, I think will be a great Instead of being like shoot under the stars, it's like walk with locals under the stars yeah. as opposed to shoot under the stars. Walk with the stars. Where's, Coldplay will be the, in the background. Where's the walk with locals singles meetup, bro? <laughs> uh, la- so last, the, the, last, the, the, last, the last thing you, you 
the last uh, thing before this I went to, you gave this incredibly <laughs> epic speech, and you said that I was going to find my wife there. So there, uh, I'm still single, Carl. What the fuck? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're working on it. Um, so what Bruce is talking about is I, I share this story about um, I said hello to a guy at a coffee shop when I first moved to D.C., uh, we're friends. He's like one of my first friends. And then I'm out of DC. I come back to DC. I'm in Georgetown at Baked and Wired where he worked at the time. And I had just bought a bunch of dress shirts and he's like, Hey, you should check out these guys in, uh, in Georgetown called Hue and Cry. I went to them, bought some shirts, went right back to J crew to return the shirts I had just bought. Um, six months later, this is in 2013, six months later, seven months later, I actually joined those guys. I left my career and joined them and worked for them for about a year. But in the interim, about four months after I joined them, uh, I put together this kind of tour around the city, uh, this happy hour. Um, we called it the menswear tour. And at one of the events, uh, I got introduced to a girl and um, I married her four years and the four days later. Tour. I mean, yeah. if you're a female and you see the menswear tour, <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to make sure I walk across their path, too. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah. So I often I, the way I relate that is like, you know, in early 2012 when I first moved to the area I said just hello to a random guy because he was wearing a Cardinals hat and that hello led to him telling me about something else it's like the chain of events yeah and the catalyst for this and the catalyst for that yeah and then I joke because I say like you know if you say hello to somebody and I'm not promising that you're going to meet them marry them but on that on that note we do have act two active couples of people that have met with locals so Hey, match, just saying. matchmaker Carl yeah. over here. Dang. Yeah, that's Bumble. Is that one of the things, Bumble? Yeah, right? Bumble okay, okay, B- Bumble and Tinder. <laughs> Tinder okay. Tinder's like the more like just meet up and hook up. Bumble's more the like, I'm looking for love. Okay. So which, yeah. one, which one are you going for? Which one is it? For I'm, 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 I'm obviously well, I'm no, on no, one. not you, but <laughs> yeah. I mean like if, if, it's like if it's like Bumble or Tinder with locals. Oh, I don't know. Bumble has the like Bumble friends thing, right? Like they just do the thing at the line where it's like Bumble. Bumble best friend. I'm, I'm, I'm way too savage for that. I'm just like on Tinder. Like. I think from my perspective out, outside the app, Looking in, I think yeah, Bumble yeah, yeah. is like really about like strong relationship. Um, That's the way it seems to me, at least in this like singles dating world. It's like Bumble's like I'm looking for it. <laughs> Who knows? I'm out. I'm out that game. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. <laughs> Carl's married man, lady. Sorry, you cannot be him. Boom, there it is. Um, but yeah, so the the idea is, you know, like we just want people to meet people, and and I think we're doing an okay job of it so far. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like. I feel like I do meet a lot of shy people at these events. I don't know if that's a good way to put it, but people that would naturally be less inclined to say hello. I, I feel like there's some sort of thing about walk with locals that seems very approachable to people that are more shy. And sometimes those are photographers, yeah. I would think more than likely, because yeah. that is a very behind the scenes sort of gig. But I, I realize in just talking with a lot of people that they are, there are very, majority of people are just very shy people in general. Yeah. But you know, they just kind of open up and they yeah. just kind of become this person who's just like, yo, what's up, man? Hey, honestly, I, I've been able to, I've been very, very lucky to see that, <clears throat> that progression and, and people who their first walk, they're like, <laughs> one more time. Yeah. What would you say? Um, to now like, what's up, Carl? You know, like, and, and to see that change in people and to see that growth in people, I think is, is better than any photo that they photo growth that I can see from them. Because I, at the time when Walk With Locals started, or, and even now today, I've been in so many sort of rooms and at tables, if you will, metaphorical tables, that, that for some reason there's this mindset that like other people think they're more important than you. Welcome right? to DC, man. 
Right. Um, and there's no reason that should ever feel that should ever be the case at a community meetup, right? There's no, mm. there's nothing that makes like this isn't any, high school. Yeah, or there's nothing that makes any individual that comes to a walk any more important than anybody else, right? And so I truly try to live that example by people come up and and they'll say like, oh, what's your Instagram? And and again, at the beginning of every walk, we ask people not to introduce themselves by their social media handles because that's not like who we are. That's just what we happen to have. Mm -hmm. And again, for the people that are not avid Instagram users, they're going to be like, I guess. I mean, it's just for how else will they have found out about it? Right, right, exactly. And so they're they're on Instagram, but you don't need to introduce yourself by by an Instagram account Mm -hmm. at the time. And we always ask like- So are you anti-social media? I'm not anti-social media, but I'm, I'm anti, I just want people to feel, and I'll give an example, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when, when I went to my first sort of Insta meet and I kind of stepped out there, somebody introduced themselves to me and they said, what's your name? And I said, Carl. <laughs> and they kind of were like, uh, like, they're like trying that, to type it in like at, at Carl. Carl. And I was like, oh, if, you, if you had that, by the way, that'd be badass. at Carl. The person who does be... have it doesn't even post. So <sighs> I'm not worried about what it at this dick. point. You know, exactly. you know, he probably made it when it first came out. Like, I'm just going to get this. True. True. Isn't that weird though? That like when these things first happen, we didn't really think anything of them. And now we're like, man, that would have been so great if we got that first, but it's cool. Carl Nard works. I mean, um, I, I, I literally just had like a flashback memory when I was like 12 on dial up <laughs> internet. Like I didn't even know how to buy a, dom- a domain name. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I legit wish I would have just sat there and been like Bruce.com, yeah. Carl.com, yeah, exactly. like shoes and pants.com. Like, yeah. I think that, thinking? uh, um, I think, I think it's WWE that has like WWE.com, WWE.org. <sighs> w- like they own, like you could never, like any combination of WWE websites. They own it they, all. They own it all. God. Um, but yeah, so I, I mm. said, I'm just Carl Nard. And they said, oh, cool. And they pulled up my profile in front of me. And they said, oh, 900, cool. And locked their phone and just kind of walked away. Whoa, they, I say 900. They, they judge just, you straight by your number just This like was that. my very first thing, right? And again. Like, like photography meetup? It was, yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I was like. That was kind of weird. That kind of hurt know, my like, feelings. Oh, shit. That was a weird way to introduce yourself. Um, and again, I, I tell that story. I didn't like go home and- Your clout level was not high throw, in Carl. Throw, throw, yeah. Throw like a canvas painting together and be like, I'm going to start a revolution. Um, <laughs> but I, I've experienced those moments in my own life. And so I do my very best to make sure that other people don't have that experience. So again, that's me trying to talk to every single well, that, person. That can be a very like demeaning thing. To oh people yeah. Say, like, and, just, and I'm, I'm pretty outgoing. Yeah. I'm pretty outgoing. I I've, I've never had any trouble, um, talking <laughs> in a, in a room. Um, and I just, I find myself on, I find myself trying to be that, that example to others of like, you know, if this guy, if like this guy's talking, this guy's having a good time. Like we should have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or he walked in and we're a room full of people that don't know each other. There's no reason we can't talk to each other, right? Like I think at some point, like we 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 start off as kids in the playground and just being like, nobody cares who what you look like, nobody cares what you're wearing. Like you just played with each other. You just like picked five aside, played soccer, basketball, sw- swings, whatever the case may be. But at some point, we get to the point in our life where we forget to just like talk to people right and Mm. again we grow up and say like don't talk to strangers but like that's never going to be me like I I, I just any room that I go into like I'm the guy that's talking in the elevator again I'm very aware that people hate guys like me 
You're but, great. You're great at talking. I don't have to do shit for this podcast. I'm just like I, when, I, I, when just, people, I can just ask a question. You just woo. When people and when I was seven, um, and so when people come and they're like, "Oh, what's your Instagram?" I know, I'm very aware that they're asking me for mine. But Walk with Locals doesn't exist for me. It's not there for mm. me to build my personal cloud. It's not. You can go back 20k. It's the cloud that was pretty high, Carl. Now. You can go there. You can go to the entire beginning of the feed, and you won't see my handle tagged on a photo. It got Ooh, tagged true. once at, on the very first. There's no day. cross promo there. And it got taken down right away once I saw it because there was like a couple people that had handles or that had control of the account with me at the time. And it got taken down. I think that photo actually got taken down, but it's not there. And in when I put up um, uh, videos or if I put a link to this, like it's never just, hey, our founder, Carl, you know, did this. It's just. Hey, we, right? Like there's this collective we because I feel like I'm speaking for our community. But when you say we, is it, is, it, is it just you? It's just me. It's literally <laughs> you doing all this stuff. It's just me, but I use the collective we because I genuinely, Walk With Logos doesn't exist if 35 people, 45 people don't show up in the rain, right? Like the moment that stops, the moment people stop showing up, Walk With Logos There's like 45 people today, right? It was about 45, 50. I'll have wow. to go back and count the noggins in the photo or add some. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. Um, just guess, man. We'll talk offline. Um, Rand- but, uh, Rand- random question though, Carl. Were you ever into hardcore music? Uh, actually, I I was, and I knew it. I, knew I it. was, still am. But I want to I want to caveat that. Because Do you have a straight edge tattoo? I don't have a straight edge tattoo, but I I I still listen to it. But I'm on on. I'm afraid that if I say something, somebody might be like, "That's not hardcore enough, bro." But oh, like God. I grew up right, so I grew up listening to. Man, if I say that, are you gonna judge? You're not gonna judge me if I say no, that. No, okay. no, dude. So I, I would say post hardcore. We'll yeah, I post hardcore. Yeah, okay, I, I love that so shit I grew up brand new Hawthorne Heights, yeah, same, right? Thursday, Coheen came. We're probably at the same shows. I if, have a if, photo. If yeah, I have a photo of me and a guy named Sonny Moore. And if I say the name, yeah, Sonny from Moore, first to last, exactly. Skrillex, Skrillex. And I say that, and people go, "He was in a rock band." And I'm people like, people do oh, not yeah. know that. And he had jet black hair pink hair sometimes and a lot of pink eyeshadow. I grew up on that stuff. But what was really funny is then I joined the military and I was like still doing that. Mm. And it was like very like, you know, like go to a rock show on Friday, but then like go to work and be in the military on Monday. And it was, it was a very weird time in my life. It's but like, it's like go to the rock show with your tea and your backpack on. Oh like yeah. Mosh. Oh, dude, my drawer was all black, all black band tees. And I went through a phase where I, I, I swear, I, I don't know how I, I swear I, I could just them. see it. Like you just look like that guy who was moshing like way harder than I was. Oh yeah. I was, in <laughs> I was for sure in there. Um, I still have a scar on the inside of my lip from Fuck. crowd surfing at a Thursday and coheating Cambria show Ooh. at a place called pops nightclub. It's in Sarge, Illinois. It's right across the Whoa. river from St. Louis. Is that um, where you grew up, that Midwest area? I lived in the Midwest for uh, a few years. I moved to uh, Illinois right after my freshman year of high school. In fact, we were moving from Washington State to Illinois during 9-11. Mm. Um, and then I was there until about halfway through my senior year. My dad was in the military, so he got orders to Delaware. Um, and when you're like 17, you can't really tell your dad not to take orders yeah. so you can graduate high school so i moved to delaware spent some time there as a senior but then the two schools uh like 
convened and they were like, hey, you'll graduate from this school, but you have to finish your credits from the school that you're at. So yeah, my high school diploma is like kind of shaky. Well, and I was saying because like, I never want to get famous because <laughs> somebody's going to look it up and be like, Where's, he doesn't even graduate. Does he have his GED? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need a GED to have, have Instagram following Carl. That's, well, I was going to say because like hardcore is such an iconic thing of like, I feel like the Midwest, I remember in that time I'd look to them and they like Ohio and all yep. those places were having the best shows. Yeah. Story of the year used to be a band called Big Blue Monkey and then they won a radio Radio show contest called like 105.7 The Edge, and I want to say it's Dave Friedman. He produced the used, like, kind of classic debut record. Oh, that's his name. I can't remember, but he like heard them, went to St. Louis, or they like all went out to LA, uh, re-recorded uh, a lot of their music, brand new music. They released Page Avenue, um, which has until the day I die. Um, but they came back out under the moniker Dude, story of the year. I, I love all those bands like yeah. Silverstein, Thursday, yeah. Brand New. All I, saw, I, saw those my, brands. I saw My Chemical Romance before Three Cheers to Sweet Revenge. They had like before they get before they sold. Oh yeah, out they, they opened for uh, they opened for it was the it was them the Movie Life and it was them the Movie Life Finch and the Used. Oh my god! Uh, they played at a venue in St. Louis that's no longer there called Mississippi Nights. Jesus, what um, a legendary show! Yeah, Holy it was shit. awesome. Uh, and I, in fact, I think on my phone right now is still Three Cheers to Sweet Revenge or Three Cheers. Is that what it's called? Three Cheers to Sweet like, Revenge. That's, that's classic, dude. That's dude. Literally, Such a great workout. Literally. I before all those bands blew up. I remember I was in high school. We would metro into DC from Springfield, oh, yeah. go to the nine thirty club, go to the Rock and Roll Hotel. I remember I'd see bands like Devil Wears Prada, oh, literally wow. this close to them at yeah. the Rock and Roll Hotel. Like I remember seeing them, great and I was like, I was like, oh my god, these guys are gonna be so fucking yeah. big. And I remember, I just remember that moment. I was like, I'm never gonna get this chance again. Like the funniest part about me for listening to, listening to this music now is a I will like I, I go to a venue, I go to nine thirty club, straight to the top, straight to the balcony. Nobody's pushing me. Nobody's oh, hitting me. You want to get I'm triggered? Not, I'm, I'm, not getting, I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to like be fifteen again. I don't want to wake up the next day bruised. Um, but then the funniest thing is when I was listening to those those bands, like sort of in. Their prime, that's kind of disrespectful. In maybe my like early in, days. On the top of that arc. Right. I, I think the furthest thing from going to the gym. Like I'm not working out. I'm not doing any of this. And now I'm like, man, this is great workout music. <laughs> like I should have been in the gym with these guys. Yeah, like, but, is great. Um, oh, but there's nothing like treadmill into Dejan Tindu. It's just, it's a great. Luckily, my wife is also like kind of a child of that music as well. So like. If we if we have kids like they're gonna like our classic like the music that I grew Whoa, those up are our, those gonna, are our classics yeah it's why are they very, screaming <laughs> why are they screaming this is a classic so so are you are you are you all tattered up because I kind of see like poking out is, I that, am, for, is yeah. that from that era or is that like recent stuff uh, this is pretty much recent it's actually okay. a lot of post military um, in fact there's there's a very tiny tiny reference to a band called Chiodos did you remember bro that? oh yeah. my they were the kings so of emo when I, like, when I started my sleeve there. All's Well That Ends Well album was still very prevalent. That was the best album ever in and hardcore. So if I have my, if I were to like be in a tank top, just casually in here in a tank top, you would see like the cover art to that album is here. Not because it's my favorite album, but because it fit the mold of what I wanted to do. Um, and I was just in St. Louis for the past two weeks and there's a tiny spot on the inside of my arm at about this big mm -hmm. that I really wanted to finish and I didn't want anybody else to finish it other than the guy that started it and I was Whoa. living in St. Louis when I started um, so he like just finished it um, and then he went back over and uh, like did a bunch of the orange as well so um, yeah 
Wow. My right arm's done. I love that you have a shield. Holy shit. That that has yeah. to be the quintessential band of that era. It, it Craig was, Owens yeah, and all that. Oh. I think he started, he went solo and then he started Cinematic Sunrise as well. Yeah. Man, my my post-hardcore knowledge is so depth. It's I good. I didn't realize this. This is really good. Like, so proud of I myself. forgot about Cinematic Sunrise. That was really good. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, uh, you know, I think it's, for me, it's just kind of funny because that was like the sound of early 2000s and... Um, I could tell you nothing about newer bands that come out. I think some newer bands like, um, uh, who's kind of, uh, the whole Emerosa is like kind of a newer band that I think has that survived. sound has gone so like electronic now. Like sure. now the breakdowns yeah. are like dubstep inspired. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think, and I actually really like that about music lately is that there is a ton of crossover. It's hard to find a band that's just like, doom, we are this, doom, right? Doom. Yeah. That, so that was some of the cool. earliest. I was like big, heavy bass drops. Yeah. Remember those? Um, Into the breakdowns? I think th- isn't oh. that the way that uh, uh, Dear Diary, my teen angst, the, from first to last, the first one that Sonny Moore was on, the, like the first song was like, doom, 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 doom. I wouldn't be surprised if he started that. He, he's, he's quite the pioneer. We have lost them, by the way, there. <laughs> no, 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 because, no, because, no, they, I have not lost them because I'm literally about to tie this back in. Okay. I've got this. Ready? You being this, like the hardcore kid who probably mashed a few skulls. Mm. Now. Sorry, by the way, if I did. Yeah, it probably happened. <laughs> now. Boom. You're doing all this really nice shit and giving back to people. Instead of, <laughs> in, in, instead of, instead of moshing and, and messing and fucking kids up, yeah. you're helping them be better people. Look, dude, it came full circle. It did. I never like, thought about Like, that's what that it was. Way. Like, when you split the crowd, I was like, whoa. I was like, I was like, I was like this, man's, this man's split a crowd. Or he's, he's been part of this stuff before. I was like, I don't know how I got that, like, sort of intuition. But, yeah. like, no, that's, boom, that's I, a, there that's it a is. a great way to, to put it. You know, I think I, I 10, 15 years ago, there's no way... I'm starting a photo community, right? Like there's uh, photography wasn't what I was doing. I didn't get my camera until three years ago this month. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I wasn't in that world, but what I've always, always cared about, if you go back to the very root of kind of my upbringing, I've, again, I've told this story many times. I I was at a barbecue with my dad. He was, my dad was very involved in, in the military base, um, community that any base that we were on, he was very involved um, all the functions, all, all the, the cookouts, functions, community all projects, stuff. cookouts. And one of the biggest projects he took on was the summer barbecue, a big festivals kind of revolved around like a summer baseball or softball tournament. And there's this like moment and I can, I, if I was on a map, I could go and point out almost exactly where we are. I remember it that vividly Whoa. of just him kind of like passing a few people and being like, you know, how can I help? Can I help you? Do you are you good? Can I help with anything? And again, he's the guy that's like, He's the point guy. He's the guy that's supposed to have all the logistics and understand where he's put everybody else to kind of cover the bases. And he's asking all these people if he can help. And I just remember being like, why, why are you asking them if you can help? Like, you're just like observing this. Won't they, this like, won't they kid, let you yeah. know, you know? And, and I asked him in some roundabout way, like, why, you know, why do you keep asking if you can help? And he just told me, you know, you should never get to the point where people need to ask you for help. They should always know that you're available to help. Right. And I, I tell that story, but then I, I definitely remember being like, okay, I want to go to the pool and skateboard with my friends, right? Like, I didn't care about it then, but the older I get, that story <laughs> remains very close to me because I realized that at the core of who I am, I've always cared about other people meeting people, right? And I shared the other day, like, when, en- when everything's all said and done or when Walk With Local is wrapped up, I truly hope that I've helped more than I've been helped. Um, I don't know why I waited so long, but... Two years ago, about a year and a half ago, I read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, and Lord, I've heard a lot about that book. If nobody has read that book, or if you haven't read that book, I cannot stress it enough. And I was asked... How to Win Friends and okay. Influence People. 
and the book was writ- written oh, 70, 70 years ago or so. Um, so it's n- so it's not a book about like how to diabolically no, it, control it people. No, it talks about like printing presses and warehouse and oh, log Jesus. cabins and a bunch of different stuff. But at the core, it's a, it's essentially just trying. The biggest takeaway I got from it is that like there is value in there is value that can be added when you when you take a step back or you put yourself second, right? And so this is the case of, you know, how, how can we help this local business grow? Well, mm-hmm. we, don't have a, we don't have an operating budget. That's okay, right? Just show up for us on this day and, and we'll, we'll go from there. There's so many entities that are constantly grabbing for, for this or for that or for free things. And we, talk, we do this now often where I tell people at Walk With Locals and partners that we have, like, if we come to your coffee shop, we don't need anything. We'll pay for what our people want, right? Oh, like, word. Don't give us your coffee. You can give us a discount if you'd like, but it's not required. We're still going to show up. And because I think supporting local, you, you can't say, I support local. Can I get that for free? Yeah. Right? I'll put it on my Instagram. Or, or, or can you slide us 500 for getting you all the ads on right. Instagram? And so I just think like there's value to be added in doing things from a genuine um, perspective and so I'm curious what, what is this book how, how was that book influential just 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 how I said like oh it, 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 it teaches giving, you how to put the like giving instead of yeah, taking so first always always putting the it's first. hard to okay. explain one because each chapter is kind of about a different subject or a different story but and the writer tells the stories that other people have shared with him and how you know a, a guy was going to lose the business of another store that was outside of his state and so instead of trying to call him he got in his car and drove overnight to meet that business owner when he opened a shop the next morning and explain to him or understand exactly why it is that that guy was going to take his business away from him right and then making that extra step and going that extra mile literally to then try to understand exactly what your the people that you're working with need from you and how you can help them. Mm. Granted, it's, it may mean less money for that person, but if it's going to help them, it, it helps that person. It also helps them because they're keeping their business. They just have to sacrifice a little yeah, bit. I think, I think most people want to help other people. I don't like in that reference, in that reference story, the other guy doesn't want to destroy your business. Sure. He may not even see what's going on, but yeah. just by letting them know, being that person, being the bigger person, yo, what can I do for yeah. you? It's, it's an I amazing book. I, I, um, um, I, I, when I read it, I was introduced to it by a guy that I was traveling with and he said, um, anytime he, he goes to take a, to a new gig or he goes to start a new job, he reads it really close to the time that he goes into that new environment because he wants that fresh perspective and that fresh mindset. And, um, I ordered the book shortly after that and read it, blazed through it, um, loved it. And I'll definitely pick it up. It's interesting. It's interesting again. because it really seems to me like if you, if you wanted to go that way with walk with locals, it could be a money machine. Sure. And, and I, you know, I think about that and I think about how, right. And I've been to events where it's so-and-so presents photo community. Mm -hmm. And I think about the way that that looks right. And, and when we do our flyers, a majority of the time, if there's multiple partners, we'll kind of scatter them in a line. But if it's just us and say, um, sweet green who we've been very lucky to work with multiple times their their name is is level with us on the flyer because we're equal partners in it right and so the idea of then saying taking a higher brand i use this reference of coca-cola for some reason i don't know why but because they're mega, mega yeah in walmart of brand yeah. um 
if if Coca Cola said, "Hey, we want to host a we want to host a walk with you," and at the end of the walk, we're gonna have like a Coca Cola station with all our different varieties, mm-hmm. right? If all of a sudden we put them above our name, it's no longer a level. It's no longer a partnership. It's it's an ownership that they have over us, right? Mm. And so if we get to the point where Coca-Cola recognizes, again, we're not going to work with Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we get to the point where Coca-Cola then says like, okay, like we recognize your value, we're on the same line, mm. then it's a partnership. Yeah, because you don't want them coming in being like, here's 10K, yep. we're, we're taking control and, of this shit, and, and, and again, it's no longer think, what it is. And then yeah. everything you've worked for is is just... 100%. It, and everyone else is going to feel like, like, wow, Carl really sold we out. Have, we have been very, very lucky to work with amazing partners. We've worked with uh, locally here. We've worked with Sweetgreen. We've worked with... Um, Arctic House, which I think we were talking about earlier today with a few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've worked with a, a bake joint and baked, baked and wired. Uh, a bake joint was the first place our community ever went to after walk. And they've well. just been incredibly supportive of us. Um, and then sort of, gl- I say globally, but on a, on a nationwide scale, we've worked with uh, Everlane. We've worked with Allbirds. Um, and just, just now coming up, kind of coming into the mix, we're working with a new company called Hill City. Um, and they're, um, they're a menswear line. So was it, was it ever a thought to it's, I mean, at least it seems like it to me before your marriage life stuff to make this like the main thing, like the full-time thing you did. Um, I, I think a lot of, I think there was a lot of idea that maybe I would, Mm. but once I realized that we can work with these partners and, and the relationships that we've had is with, with sweet green. They often, we often eat sweet green, obviously, uh, with like Everlane and Allbirds, they would send us either backpacks and Allbirds would send us shoes and we just give them to members of our community. Uh, we find out like their sizes. We don't tell, I think people have caught on to this point, but Allbirds would just say, Hey, find out a few sizes and we'll send them to you. And then you can give them to us. They've never said post this many photos, post this many things. So we've never, we've won run one ad on our page ever. And that's with a local business custom Inc. And then we ended up doing, they ended up creating a shirt for our giveaway. Like oh, we nice. turned a, a, a promotion into a partnership, into a friendship. Um, and then now with Hill city, um, we, but got, when you're in these negotiations, you're, it seems like you're just trying to give back. You're not like, okay, give me 5k for this privilege. Yeah, exactly. So Hill city just sent a bunch of clothes and we, we, uh, or I sent them some names of some individuals and they sent those guys clothes. Right. And then it was never, okay, they must do this. They have to do this. Oh. They have to do this. And I, I never want to get to the, the part- stories and tag. All right, yeah. guys, everyone tag Hill city. Like. Yeah. And I think, I think they just got, and, the, and our, our f- partnership is new and it'll come out soon, but they from the very beginning as well, I think just understood us. Right. And I think Mm. having the examples and the models that we've had and the, 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 the fortunate, um, we've been very fortunate to have these partnerships where people just get that from the very beginning. And again, having, having the, the chance to like send them a link to our group photos, send them a link to our stories and show them exactly what we're about. We got to work with, uh, Kodak earlier this year, which, also, then there's a group here in DC. If you're into film, called Two O Two Film Collective. Yeah, Stephen and Roger. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, those guys met at Walk with Locals and then started their own community. Um, and I, I'm so happy about that. I love that. And so we finally found a way to kind of work together. And the coolest part about it was being able to introduce so many people that are just kind of like avid photo taker or kind of random or sporadic photo takers and show them like, Hey, there's a film community if you want to get into that as well. Right. And they get the one we approved. I'm just kidding. They get 20, 30 
30 people at a walk. And I've so, seen that growing too. Yeah. And, the, the and they do an amazing growing. job. And Steven has turned me into an okay film photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm great, but he's been so helpful with my own film journey. And then I did a, I did a piece with uh, moment who we've gotten to work with a couple times. And it seems like you just, you've you just partnered with so many people and like, over the course of three years, like you've partnered with so many brands, so many different communities, all without being driven by the like monetary value. Yep. That's and I think that's I think that's why they work, and I think that's why they translate well to our community. So we did this thing with Moment, and then this guy named Steve Carter who works at Kodak saw it, loved it, wrote us, and I replied to him right oh. away. And this was we were we've been friends now for a few months, and actually I think over a year, but we've been friends for some time now, and. We got together with 202, and I reached out to Steve, and I said, hey, if you want to come down, we're going to do this walk. And he came down, and he brought more film. I didn't actually quite at, at the time understand how much film he brought down because I just was like, oh, film is film. Yeah, yeah. And then the guys who were really avid into film were kind of like, yo, he brought so much The guy film, from right? Kodak, yeah, he brought, like, all the expensive $20 portrait <laughs> and so rolls. It was just- amazing. But the fact that, like, and then, again, we worked with Compass Coffee on that, right? So we all went to Compass mm-hmm. Coffee. Um and just kind of got to be one community. Do you get like a lot of people sort of in your ear kind of being like, yo, you should do this. You should do that. Uh, we, I think before I say anything on that, we, yes, we do. And sometimes I don't quite, sometimes it, I'm trying to think how to say this. We do get that. It's a dictatorship now. No, no. Great idea, but no. Um, (laughs) No, we we get that. And a lot of times, um, I think what ends up happening is the moment they share that, I'm very engaged with their ideas, right? I want to hear their Mm. ideas. We've done walks based on some things that other people have suggested. But one of the things that we often hear is like, oh, you should do a historical walk through X, Y, and Z, right? And the tough part about that is, we we've done one such case. We um, we partnered with the Hirshhorn and Brutalist DC, and they had like a microphone, and they were speaking to like the architecture of the Hirshhorn. Whoa! And that was that's kind of self-contained. Hirshhorn kind of owns that space and has the capacity to do that. We can't. And that's like an event almost. Yeah, at that we point. can't. We can't. We can't expect a hundred people to show up and then sort of hurdle around by every building and say like, "This is this, this is this," and so, that may not be of interest to people. But again, that's those avenues Bro, of those like if, splinter walks that we could possibly do. If there was a walk with locals party, I would be there, dude. That would be <laughs> so, that would be so goddamn cool. So one of the things that we've, uh, do you know what Daybreaker is? Daybreaker. They host the like sunrise dance parties. Ooh, like, there's no alcohol. And oh, they, sometimes they do like. Uh, sometimes they'll have music, but then I think they did a silent one mm-hmm. recently. Or maybe is it like a burn thing, like a burner community thing, like Burning Man? Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure. I, I mean, they don't like bring food or anything. No, I'm like, in the bong rippers. Not oh, no, <laughs> no Burning Man. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, all yeah. dancing, um, and they start like at sunrise, and they've done it at they've done it all over Whoa. the city. It's actually I think in like 37 cities all mm-hmm. over the world. Um, and so an idea that we've had is like having Burning Man coincide with a walk, right? And then you have all these people like kind of dancing. No, those and, are some crazy. That's an experience and some crazy yeah, and photography people, like, dress visuals. up for yeah. it and wear like costumes and stuff. And it's Spinning a really fire and stuff. yeah. They Burning or not Burning Man, but Daybreaker and what they do is amazing. Uh, uh, shout out to Tim if he's ever going to see this or listen. But um, shout out Tim. What they do is amazing, and and I think trying to coincide like a walk where all of these photographers show up and kind of get to photograph these people just like dancing and having it's a good fun time too. 
they only do them in the morning. They do them indoors, outdoors. When you say morning, you mean like sunrise. before sunrise. So sunrise. like that's like what, three, four, five? I mean, yeah, in the winter, it's early. Oh, my uh, God. But like if we were able to do like a summer one, and again, yeah. that's that aspect where if, it, if then we post a group photo of, say, 30 people, and somebody sees just a group photo of 30 people, they're going to be like, oh, it's getting small. It's like, well, no, this one was at 530 in the morning and these 30 people showed up, right? So that's why I always just tell myself and I take that model from Chris Martin of like, wow, 30 people showed up. Dude, right? 30 is a lot of people to mobilize. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And I, and, and so like, uh, I so, think in 2019, we'll see some different things come about for us. That'd be really interesting. Including, and I'll definitely be a part of you know, it. But, um, what was I just going to say? Oh crap. I had, oh, yeah. So I think what's really cool is it's essentially you're building this DC community. Like you're doing something in a, a space in DC that is very void of things. Like sure. Meetups are cool, but yeah. essentially it's, it's, it's a community in itself. And DC doesn't have many things to do that are cool. That aren't just like go to the bar and drink. Like, do you feel that you've done that? Do you feel that you've kind of added to like the DC sort of ecosystem of just things to do if you actually live here? I, I hope so. I hope so. I don't, I, I can't speak for everybody, mm-hmm. but I, I think so. I hope so. The absolute coolest thing that I think happens as a result of Walk With Locals is we've had people travel to India together. We have two people, Sarah Whoa. Melissa, they just went to Iceland together. Whoa. They met at Walk With Locals. Um, that, seeing those things happen, right? Like those are trips now that those people will never forget. They'll never forget who they went on them with and they'll never forget where they met that person, Damn. right? And so I think being the starting line for these people's lives to possibly change, and I, it's tough to say that and be like, oh, we're life-changing, but it, and we have. We have, and that's not me just thinking that, that's people telling me, Walk With Locals actually changed my life. I wanted to leave DC. I came to Walk With Locals. I changed my mind. No way. Like, and, and it's been... That's actually happened? Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Multiple times. Um, and again, that's a huge, like, that's a huge responsibility to put put on anybody's shoulder to say, you're the reason I stayed here. That's a huge responsibility. Don't, don't spoil Even, it. I right? mean, it's like an honor at the same time. Like, yo, yeah. I, I did not move myself geographically so I could be a part of this thing. Or What I wanted, what I try to do now is like, we're going to bounce around. We just had uh, we just had somebody take over from the Washington Post uh, with their food blog. And we're not a food community. We know nothing about it. But the aspect that I love that they did, and you can go back and see it. It's just like two posts ago. But the aspect that, they, that I loved about it was they talked about kind of the setup of food photography and the photographic side of food photography, mm. right? And, that was, and people engaged all day with it of like, what's Whoa. that setup? How do you use that light? Or what's that piece? Or what's that instrument? And that's amazing, right? And so giving people the, the chance, and again, we, we're not worried about monetizing. So we have the luxury to put whatever we want on our account and promote anything, promote anyone. I think that's a beautiful thing. So if somebody says, like, hey, we have anything. this event going on, I, okay, send it to me. If you don't send it to me, we can't put it up, but send it to me. Like you got, you need, you have to put some effort in, but we will post it forward. We will let people know that it's going on because if we can elevate what everybody else is doing around us, then that's only going to benefit the city as a whole versus just us as a single entity. If we, if we're only concerned with letting people know what we're doing, we're not actually contributing to the are city's you, growth. Are you concerned about like the city's growth or like the creative community? I mean, I don't even know if walk walkables could even be categorized as a creative community because it's for everyone yeah um Um, you know so we we used to i used to try to i used to pay a lot of attention to the way our instagram went out and i and in some capacities i still do but what we like to do or how i like to go about it is we'll go five six seven posts in a row of 
posting stuff not even to do with DC locations. Or I mean, granted, our tag's been used. I think we should hit 200,000 uses by the end of the year. Um, where's the repost, son? Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone right now is listening like, Carl, where's my repost? Yeah, God damn it. It's coming. Uh, so we've been, our hashtag's been used over almost 200,000 times. Oh, six out of the seven I li- continents. I literally... At the gallery, I met this lady who was there with like her baby. She's like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baby blogger." I'm like, "What?" She showed my Instagram account. It's like just her son everywhere. Yeah, literally. She was like, "She's like, yeah, this is Walk Locals." I'm like, "Yeah," and she was like, "I," she's like, "I tag you guys in every post. I never get reposted." <laughs> and I was like, "This is my thing. I don't know what to tell you, lady." <laughs> Ten seconds later, to get like a sweet picture for her kid. She oh yeah, she literally puts him on the banister of, of the stairs, and I was like, "What the?" F-? I was like, what? "Yeah." It's like this lady's trying to. Yeah, I think you know we. I'm asking um, for her. So I used to, I used to try to, to kind of collect images from all over the world, and not again, not every community has a chance to like put in their hashtag and see three photos in a row, and one being Paris, one being Australia, and the other one being South Korea. Like that's a very Wait, is Walk with Locals global. The tag is yeah. The oh, tag's whoa. been used on in more countries than I could even count, or that we'd want to go through right now. But um, and then I would, I would grab six or seven, right, and kind of. In, and use those local tags, really research where that, what tags are relevant in that area, post those. And then I would see an influx of people from those areas and then something going on in DC. Oh. Right? Because we're getting that chance to be like, okay, come, come pay attention to us, pay attention to us. This is what DC is about. And mm-hmm. I had a conversation with somebody a few years ago and they were like, Oh, I got to get to New York. I got to get to New York. That's where everything's happening. And I was like, well, I well feel why don't, why don't you work that hard? to make people outside of New York think that that's what DC is, right? Like put the effort in to make everybody else look at DC and be like, that's the next place, right? Our food scene has done that, has done an excellent job. The food scene has become crazy here. And, and so we have, we're, we're, I think we're far behind. The culture scene is what's lacking. Like the thing, like things to do that aren't just sit at a bar. I think, I think the, I think we, there's no one putting on good events. I feel like, like no one's doing. So you have, you have guys like no Kings collective who do an amazing job. No, But I mean, besides those guys, those, those events are like the creme. They do an amazing job. A creative DC, which I often reference there Mm -hmm. in 2016, they used to do these, uh, IRL events. I think it was 2015. They started, um, creative DC, IRL and I remember going into those and just being like there's there's all these people I didn't even know existed in the city that all these doing, artists doing all these stuff, people right? doing yeah and the, the, I take that mindset and kind of put that into walk with locals the one thing that I that I in many ways in years past I probably have been guilty of myself but the moment I recognized it about myself I I committed to try to change and the one thing that I the direction I think what is it I'm curious. This might be controversial. Uh-oh. But the, the one thing I, I, I'm not liking right now is the, the idea that we have, to, we have to caveat when things are paid for versus unpaid for. You in, mean like in, tell in, people? In everything that we're doing, right? Like lunch at if – I, if I go to a new restaurant or a new coffee shop and I post two or three photos in a row – I should not have to tell people like, oh, by the way, this isn't hashtag ad, right? Like, and we, we do these partnerships with companies. I hate the fact that people want to know whether or not it's paid for or unpaid that is for. True. I've noticed bloggers do that a lot too. They'll, yeah. they'll give you this big, beautiful post and you just and see hashtag ad. Yeah. And, and I, and, but again, and I've got buddies who like go to places and I think, you know, they, they're like, oh, this place, da, 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 da. And then at the end they're like, oh, by the way, like this wasn't paid for. And I, I just, I hope we don't stay there. I hope we get to a point where we can just go places and tell people. Why, why is it like, what about that? Do you not like, is it, is it, well, I think it's just the culture of like things being paid for change drastically. And, and you don't have to necessarily, you don't have to be somebody with like 500,000 followers to get something paid to tell people about. And, 
I, I hope the culture of like telling people, I understand you have to put these tags now if things are paid for, but we should, I think we should collectively understand that if that's not there, then just assume that it's not paid for. We're, right? Like yeah. I shouldn't have to tell people when I'm out of yeah. town in St. Louis that like the city of St. Louis isn't paying me to be there. I'm just there as on, uh, on business. It's weird. People there. would assume that just because you're in charge of that stuff, like, Oh, he must be doing some business trip in St. Right. Louis or, and, or even now, like before we started a podcast, you're like, yo, let me put this water down. Yeah. Like no brand <laughs> deals. Like it's, it's weird that we're, we feel so wrong about advertising things that we enjoy without getting paid for it. Like we work, we've now hit that culture where it's like, I'm not putting you in my, I had I'm, not, I'm not, before I came here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not tagging you or my thing just cause I enjoy you. It's yeah. like, yeah, I just, I just hope we don't stay there. I understand we're there right now. I hope we don't stay there. I think, and again, this goes back to the whole idea of supporting local. If you truly, truly want to support local, pay them. Mm-hmm. Stop looking for for money from from local businesses. Uh, again, I understand partnerships exist, but are those part? If those partnerships aren't on an even playing field, which is what I pride myself on, Walk with Locals being with every partner. We we should never sit below anybody, and nobody should theoretically sit below us because if mm-hmm. it's a real partnership, it should be equal. And the growth, and I was thinking about this uh, just literally the last few days when I was out of town. I was getting ready to go in. And I was the growth like, of the walk with locals in general. It's just kind of like how we're going to go from here. That's good. Now. That was my next question anyway. Yeah. So this is great. Great, great segue. I'm walking. My hotel's here. Parking garage is here. And I got to walk across the street. Mm-hmm. And there's like this, like this group of people just kind of walking all from the hotel to their cars. And I'm kind of side by side with one guy. And we get to the point where we turn the corner and we come up on the elevators and he stops at the elevator and I just keep going up the stairs. I go up the stairs, and as I come up, he's coming off the uh, the ele- uh, elevator. Yeah, he's yeah. coming off the elevator, and I realize, like, man, he he didn't really get to we we got to the same place. He didn't really get there any faster than me. Why? Why? And then it again. It's early in the morning. I was way too philosophical than I should have been. Probably had some good coffee too. You know? <laughs> but I I was on my way to get coffee. Ooh. Um, if you're ever in St. Louis, there's a great place called the Mud House. Anyway, it's not paid. Um, <laughs> but, um, Why'd you have to say that, Carl? <laughs> sorry, sorry. But so I, I looked at this and I sort of like, uh, what's that called? Where like, you know, in the movies when it, everything just like zooms back and the person becomes forward. I don't know what that's. Like, 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 like third person almost? No, it's like the person stands still and then like everything zooms out behind them. But like they stay. Does, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, that sort of happened. And I was like, man. I could, you have two decisions in life. You can take an elevator and get somewhere where you're going like that with no work, or you can take the stairs. And I, and I, I, that morning, I say that morning, this is Friday. It's Sunday now. This is like three days old mentality, but it's given me such a boost where like, I'm never, I'm going to consciously work to take the stairs when I'm more than capable. Let me back up. I'm going to take the stairs, even though I'm capable of taking the elevator from here on out. Because when you, when you choose that harder path, it doesn't matter how long it takes to get there. You're going to get there, right? Mm-hmm. That guy just went whoop, right to the way. And so we could take paid deals. We could take endorsements. We could try to make a lot of money, but at what cost? That's such a great representation of that analogy is like yep. the stairs. You're, you're climbing. You actually put in the footwork one, one step over another. Yep. You could trip. You know, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Dangerous. You know, elevator, it's comfy. Just yep. go right up. You just press a button. It's, it's quick. It's if simple. We start, if we start on the first floor and go to 10, and nowhere in between, when we go back down, we have to go right back down to the first floor. If we take the stairs mm. and we put in the work, we have a wow. chance to catch ourselves on the way down and pick ourselves because you've right seen back those up. levels, you've seen yep. what it looks like to get exactly. there. Exactly. And so my mindset now is like, walk with locals can easily take the elevator. We can take the easy way. We can take money. We can do this or that. But at what cost? Is there like, like a specific thing that comes to your mind? 
Like, was there like a, like a sponsorship or brain deal that you're like, that's the elevator? Um, I think if we could host a walk in Paris and somehow company pays for people to get there or a certain extent of that capacity, that's like dream goal. That, Whoa. Um, but again, I love Paris. I literally just tattooed Paris, the name Paris on or, my... Or would that be a tour group? <laughs> we are now a tour group. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a great tour group. And, and that's the thing too, is, is now I feel very, I'm more comfortable than ever not having a what's next answer. I used to feel very pressured to have that. I used to feel like, well, if we, if we don't have a what next, then we, there is nothing next. Right. And so why does there need to be an X? Exactly. Um, and at the same time, again, if, if, if all we do ever is monthly meetups here, there, and there, there's always going to be, there's always going to be people that want to see their friends. There's always going to be and that's what it that is. excuse. And then that's what it is. And if that's what it is, that's not just what it is. That's what it is, right? Like it's not just, it's, oh, this is what we are, right? Like a, a basketball team doesn't try to be anything other than a basketball team. They're not like, oh, we're a basketball team. And we also sometimes do soccer. That's interesting because yeah, it, it, there's such a strong sort of like entrepreneurship yep pressure on everything you do these yeah. days like it can't just be a walk it has to be a walk towards building their brand deal to yeah. walk you restaurants know, like, you see it, i think a lot in restaurants restaurants yeah. or clothing stores have to be a this and a that and and in some capacities i think that works but for for the most part i, I think uh, i don't remember who told this story but they they referenced starbucks as a whole and they said like starbucks got into trouble when they all of a sudden were going to do media and do cafes and do this or that like just stay who you are stay in your lane of just be a coffee shop feel and that's why pressure. people will come to you um, but the moment you, and again, there's nothing wrong with like, okay, Starbucks is doing coffee. Now they're also doing cold brew, right? Like that's an extension of the coffee Avenue, but they're staying in their lane of coffee. There's no reason that we have to all of a sudden be like, we're now a production company or mm. we're now a, a paid you know, tour group. Yeah. When you come into DC, exactly. like we do private tours. So I don't know what's next. I think, I think 2019, uh, I'd love to launch a website. I think that could be, Wait, really you don't fun. have a website. We don't have a website. What the f- yeah. We don't have a website. We've built this thing without collecting a single email. Whoa. In fact, we have, sorry. Because if somebody's listening and they go, well, I gave them. You didn't give us your email. You gave the partner that we wanted, that mm-hmm. we weren't. That's part of the deal, I guess. <laughs> like, they need your email. We could care less what your email the Instagram is. Instagram story is almost like an email. It is, you know, and I think um, I think it's been a great platform for us. A, lo- a fun thing that we have did this year was we launched more clothing than we'd ever done. We did, um, we started 20... We started 2017 with a, with a sweatshirt and then, or kind of early into 2017, we did our first sweatshirt. And then in 2018, we did a, um, uh, in early March, we did a partnership with a company or we did a promotion with a company called Cotton Bureau. I shouldn't even say promotion. We just, they hosted our clothing online and then they shipped everything. Um, and then we did, uh, we did a, a promotion promotion with custom Inc. and they, they made 125 t-shirts and we just gave them away. Um, that's really cool though. It's, it's refreshing to hear that take. Like it's, it is what it is. Like, why do we have to grow into this thing? Why do we have to meet these expectations? Like, yeah, just why not just be really good at doing what we do? We did. We, we tested some things, uh, within the past year, we did an event with urban stems and it was kind of like a bouquet building thing right around Thanksgiving. And the idea was like, people could come build their own bouquet and then like bring those to their Thanksgiving get togethers. Um, we didn't take a group photo there, uh, cause it wasn't really a photo thing. It was just more of like walk with locals and urban stems, kind of a night of building bouquets. It, and it, it added to what you do. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they're forcing it and you're like, okay, let's see how I can make this yeah. work. It's like, oh, this assimilates so well into what yeah. we already are doing. Yep. And I look at like, uh, the line hotel, um, in, in DC, you know, they're, they're a hotel, they have restaurants, but like they also, they, 
host events, they host this or that, right? And they could easily just just sustain and be a hotel. These and boutique hotels hotel. are crazy, huh? But they're they're adding things that are like getting people in the door, and we've partnered with them. We hosted that walk that we gave those shirts away. We ended at the line, and again, they provided coffee for us with the understanding that they didn't have to, but they were generous enough to do so. So, um, yeah, we've been really lucky. Uh, and our community has stuck with us regardless of if there is some like big thing next. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to keep it interesting. I, there may be some people who are thinking like, ah, oh, it's just, it's just a walk, right? It may be that for some people. So that's the onus on me to try to yeah, make it exciting. That's, that's the thing that I run into. Like I don't go to these photographer meetups anymore is because I'm like, oh, I'm like, I can't use this content. Like, what am I going to go for just for some Instagram follows? But mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's not that. Yes, we want to keep it exciting. And I think, again, I think that's a big impetus for February, March, and April of like, all right, now you got Newton. We've got people from our community kind of stepping from that group and and facing the other way. And I think that'll be really fun. And I can't can't wait to see what happens when you leave for a little bit and all these people just start to take over. Like, (laughs) I'm really curious to see how that's going to, especially in the winter. It could backfire and they could do a whole heck of a lot better than I do. And then when I come back, people will be like, can we, can we, can we get the other people back here? Oh, shit. Can you, can you go away? Um, that's when you go so walk. I'm taking a risk. That's when you go walk with singles. Yeah. Now a thing. <laughs> Except not. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it should be fun. Hosting and being a part of two different things, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. Um, well, dope, man. Well, that's crazy. I essentially, the, I'm so glad I got to talk to the dude who organizes, not yeah. just dude, Carl, who organizes, <laughs> not at Carl, well, just, but just Carl, who, just who Carl. organizes like the biggest meetup. Yeah. Would you say, is it the biggest one in America? Um, you know, I think, I think we're still, we're probably following Can you name anything. one bigger? Uh, Street Dreams. I mean, they get. Oh, I've never heard of that. Street Dreams magazine. They're like, I think they're like the big kind of OG of in-person Ooh, a magazine. Yeah. They, oh. they transitioned to a magazine. Whoa. They're almost like a, I I'm not, I'm trying to do them justice, but they're almost in a sense have become like a digital agency. They just did a, they just did all the content for the New York marathon with new balance. My, my friend Amanda, who's like just a run, a big oh, avid wow. runner. So she that, was that's like crazy that you've seen someone do some, but how they pivoted. And yeah, they, they were, they were years ahead of us. Um, you know, in, 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 in DC too, when I started and we get, a, there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of people that, that bounce around the city. And I think that's great. The fact that there are so many things that exists for people to have those outlets and to meet people, I think is great. For me, it's, it's just remained very, very, very important to never try to be the biggest, the best, the loudest, the most important. I've just always cared about being consistent and being there for our community. Because again, we are that starting line for some people, or we have the chance to be that starting line. And if we, if all of a sudden we disappear, then that that possibility for that next person to step outside their bubble may not exist. The other things that that go mm-hmm. on, I personally went through myself of just not feeling quite comfortable. And I'm 10 out of 10 people. I'm probably the most outgoing. Especially in, in a city that's very transient. Yeah. There's probably tons of new people coming yep. in who just haven't, they don't know anything. And yeah. hopefully they see the account and they go, yes, thank you, yeah. something. There was a girl today who's like lived in D.C. for I think almost a year. And she said she's been following and following and just has not been, her schedule just hasn't been able to line up. And she's getting ready to leave D.C. Um, and uh, um, today she was able to come. So oh, granted, shit. she's only going to join us for one. But again, she may go back to where she lives and be like, I feel a little bit more comfortable to step out of my step out of my bubble and go to different things or go to these events. And if you if you go to any it's event, like personal see, development in a weird yeah, way. And and I think that's cool. And, and again, that's bigger and louder and more important to me than any 
amount of hashtags. I, I love how many hashtags we get. I think it's awesome. It's so cool to like type in a name and a brand that like you operate and see so many, ha- see so many photos. Just sit there at night. Daily. Oh, the clout's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it, at some point it actually was like, I cannot keep up with these. Like yeah. so many photos are in this feed. So you don't have like a social media manager either? Nope, it's just me. So I'm Jesus. rotating between mine, Jesus, my Fit bro. District account, Walk with Locals, Jesus. Uh, my film account. The, uh, the wrong the wrong business to, to dev guys listening to this, like, oh, 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 yeah. oh wait till I shoot <laughs> we, him an we, email. You know, we get a lot, we get a lot of emails of of people wanting to help and wanting to contribute and wanting to take over. And that, But I, I firmly believe that the voice on Walk with Locals is such an extension of who I am and who our community, I think, has developed into. And f- I used to think like I needed to tell people exactly what we are. And that's why Mm -hmm. I loved having you do it because we can never, we can never be as convincing telling people what we are than friends, than hearing it from their own friends. If I can come away with the meaning that you want. Right. Exactly. And so like uh, we, I used to think like, this is what we are. But at some point I have to understand that we're not what we think we are. We're what our community understands us to be. Super big facts. And so if people can go through an explanation of what Walk With Locals is and avoid using Instamy, then I think we're doing a good enough job. <laughs> Didn't you, even cross my mind. Pull in, <laughs> if you pull in an agency and say, this is our community, please be our voice, there it's just going to be it's gonna be stale. Instagram meetup, bring your camera, yeah. model Rice friends. Krispies are good. I don't have like a beef with Rice Krispies. I'm just saying. But like, you clearly hate Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most basic like, oh, it's just... Anyways, yeah. Well, shit, man. Um, well, on behalf of a lot of people in DC, thank you for what you do, man. Thank you. It's super cool. I, I appreciate done. it. I'm gonna yeah. keep going. And hopefully, find that love. You know. You know, I think I, I get that question a lot of like, how do I, how do I start this, or how do I do that, and and you just have to, you have to be okay with the fact that it may not be what you think it's going to be every time. And again, that's why my mindset is going into these things and saying, nobody's going to show up today because then one person does. And and the coolest part is like, I'm standing there and it's like, this legit seems like. If someone listens to this whole thing, it's like in. the blueprint of how to start a meetup or how to start something. Yeah. Like have, had, z- have like zero expectation, you know, put put the people coming first, you know, and and, and things amongst that will probably take care of themselves. Yeah. We've had people Consistency like leave too. DC and be like, yo, hey, can I start this in this city? Or, hey, I've been following you guys for a while. I live in... I live in XYZ, you know, would you guys be okay with me starting a, one of these in, in this city? And I say, st- start something, but start it under your own moniker. Like, yeah, don't call it your own name. Yeah. Because again, we, we don't know your city like you do, right? I had the luxury of knowing DC and I'm still learning DC and that's what's really fun. And there's people who like know more about DC who can help walk with locals and they do. And so this idea of like being like, use our name, but in your city, it doesn't mean anything to the people that live there if it's like another brand coming in and being yeah, like, that's exactly hey, we what know it feels your city, like. but that's exactly if you're what from like. there, just start your own thing. If you if you want to reach out and ask us questions about kind of how we got started, please, you're more than welcome to do so, but nobody's going to understand where you live better than when you do. So when, we, when we've, we've worked in, we've walked in Baltimore, Philly, and New York as well, and we've always walked with people who live in those cities. Because they know the because best Because they walks. know their city. They know where they're at versus better than we do. Real quick before we end. Just kind of like quickly, what's, what's what's like your favorite walk in DC? Even if it's not something that the group's done, like what's your favorite yeah. walk? Uh, oh man, um, to um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. We've had like 58. Uh, was there one that you were like, oh, this was like the best site, or like something came together, or something was just like um, that took my breath away? I think actually it would take me a long time, and I would probably 
I'd have to do like an NCAA bracket about it. Okay, well, how about um, how about this? But recently, the one the one that you were just at as well at the Jefferson, that to me stands out, especially within the last like year or so. That was a crazy one because a lot the of people. sun and the like. Oh, oh yeah, was, the temperature was perfect. The sun was perfect. There was like a few clouds. I think it, I think it was kind of like muggy earlier in the day, and then it cooled off. Yeah, the sun was perfect. Uh, we were all there at at Jefferson, and like the Marine One. Uh, Bro, you look you look like a goddamn superhero <laughs> given that speech. I, I, if anyone's watching this, please go to my earlier videos, like the clickbait titles, like mm. America's Biggest Meetup, which yeah. might be this one too. But like, <laughs> but like, literally, I even put like epic music behind you. It was yeah. so epic, like the memorial, the blue clouds. Oh, I was, it was like, amazing. Jesus, that, that one definitely stands out. That would probably be top three. If but it's so recent that it feels number one. Uh, what's the what's the craziest thing? Or like like what's like has anything nuts happened? Like it's like anything nuts happened during the walk or anything like that. Uh, no, but I, I could imagine it. I, um, like someone's like trying to take a picture and just like f- fell into the river or something. Like, I don't uh, know, actually, nuts. it's not crazy. Uh, and it may not even be that cool to anybody, but we walked in foggy bottom, uh, a long time ago and we walked by like, uh, we walked by the fire station that was down there and people started like taking pictures of the fire truck that was like in the, in its like garage. They had the doors open and um, firemen were just kind of like hanging out. A couple guys were smoking cigars and people were photographing this fire truck. And the guy was just like, hold, hold on. And he like got up and goes and gets in the fire truck and like pulls it out what? and starts like telling people all about it. And that, that to me was like a really. That's cool. You can't plan for that sort of thing, right? That's and super cool. It was just really cool that those guys were so up to do that and really supportive. They're in our group photo, actually. If you go far Hell enough yeah. back, you'll that, see the fire how, truck. Like when that happens, like all right, we're taking the group photo here on this yeah. fire truck. Big stogies in the mouth, yeah. everything. It was fun, and and you know, I think what's what's been really fun is I think each walk means something to somebody else. Um, I know when when we actually backtrack because I do know the answer. Our clothing drives are probably our. Um, the most memorable to me because they have the biggest impact outside of the internet. Oh, right. right. This last real one, we donated, impact. yeah, we donated over content. 600 items, um, to people, to, uh, Martha's outfitters, Martha's table, if you know it. Wow. Um, and we didn't collect a, a reimbursement, you know, we didn't itemize it. We didn't need anything for tax purposes. We're not claiming nothing. It was just like, it's take just it. here, here, take it. Jesus. Um, and so that to me, those ones, we've You've done def- three of them you, now. You did some crazy shit in those mosh pits, huh, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I got rattled around. Um, <laughs> well, hey yeah. man, uh, appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, and if you just want to let people know where they can find you, please go ahead and plug the socials or anything. Just walk with locals at walk with locals. <laughs> uh, if you want to find me, uh, I'm at Carl Nard and then Carl film as well. Um, Word. So yeah, thanks for having me. Man. I am. Thank you for coming. Well, that's it guys. That's the angle. Peace. Bye guys.